Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is December 11th. Today, we, we are off our DC little kick that we had, and we are back at it with Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> our fans are like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> Them sons of bitches. But yo, today is pretty much all Guardians, y'all. All Guardians of the Galaxy. We watched the holiday special, so we're going to do a review of that. Of course, as always, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you ain't watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, then might as well turn us off now or skip ahead a good bit. Because we're also going to talk about the Guardians trailer. And we're going to talk a little bit of uh, James Gunn gossip rumors. What's going on over there at DC now? Because this is like part of his swan swung is what it seems like. Swan song. So, yeah. All right. Start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, well meters. What, what was y'all's well meter on this? Honestly, mine was... Whelmed to pleasantly whelmed. It was just a kind of to, to steal yours, Michael. It was just kind of a meh show to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun in some parts and others. I was just like, all right, whatever kind of thing. So I'd be interested to hear what you thought about as far as the 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 parts that are whatever. Like when we, as we get into it, because I have something to kind of input on that. But uh, but yeah, well, I don't know how detailed I'll get on which parts I was whatever <laughs> on. But. <laughs> 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 That's great, Richard. What's your well meter? Uh, I gotta, I gotta echo Jeremy. I was, uh, I love holiday specials. I do. Like, I anyway, I love all of them usually. And this doesn't get an underly whelmed by me because there are some funny moments in this. Like, I like the the moments with Drax and uh, uh, Mantis. But yeah, I wish there was more to this. This holiday, I was gonna say this episode, but this holiday special is. Uh, very straightforward as far as the storyline goes. I needed, like, maybe some kind of twist. Maybe Santa Claus should have fucking shown up. I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm well. He did. He was Kevin Bacon. No. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was apparently completely off with the whole rumors about, you know, Mark Hamill being in there and, yeah, you know, well, our thought. You and I both thought that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so <laughs> no Mark Hamill at all. Like, he wasn't even the drunken Santa Claus that was there. Yeah. I almost wonder if that's the same guy that was supposed to be in the Werewolf by Night, because I was like, is that the drunken man? They just got him mixed up with the holidays, <laughs> with the specials? Is that what this is? <laughs> is that Joe Shea Shaddy? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife, when we were watching it, she was like, oh, there's Mark Hamill. And I was like, that's not Mark Hamill. Not Mark and Hamill. she's like, yeah, it is. And I rewind it. And I was like, pause it. It was like, no, that is definitely not Mark Hamill. <laughs> nope. A lot of people thought that was Mark Hamill, but it was not. It was not. So, and it's been, it's, they've come out and said it is not Mark Hamill in there. I mean, mm-hmm. so if you doubt us on that, I promise you, because I think we all looked it up. <laughs> it's not Mark <laughs> Hamill. So in comically comics fashion, I was pleasantly well with this. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really? I laughed a lot. Wow. Yeah. And then the Michael's heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> All you like is darkness and death. What's wrong with you? 
yeah, no, I laughed a good bit and it was like good humor. I thought it wasn't, you know, Stormbreaker being jealous of Mjolnir and shit like that. And yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. it was good, straightforward humor. And I mean, some of it I thought was unnecessary. Um, and like I said, I, I think me, I can kind of have a conversation with Jeremy about his thoughts and maybe we come to an agreement on something like that. But <laughs> overall, I was pleasantly well with it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I think like all this phase has been doing, it was just doing more setup kind of things. And I think we can kind of get an idea of like, like when we get to our, where is this going kind of thing? I think we actually have some stuff. So especially since we got the, the trailer. So, all right. Synopsis real quick. It's Christmas time and Nebula, not Nebula. Ha! Mantis and Drax want to do something special for Peter. So they go on a quest to bring Earth's mightiest hero to him as a Christmas gift. That's it. Yep. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is the story. Like, that is so... It's so straightforward to me. Yeah. And I needed, like... All right, I'm just going to get into it real quick. Yeah. Like, w- one of the things that I would have loved is, like, I don't know, Taser Face or what is it, Aisha? <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, her? Not that. What's her name? The Golden Lady from the, the second one. It's She's Aisha. Aisha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Aisha is like, we're going to capture or somebody. I don't know. I, I like the idea of Taser Face is still alive somehow. And he's like, <laughs> I'm going to capture Earth's mightiest warrior, Kevin Bacon. And then Santa Claus shows up to save the day. I think that would have been way cooler and <laughs> would have been in the like, goofiness that James Gunn does with his Guardians universe and I don't know this was just so so straightforward I like there's some great funny moments and like kind of subtle touching moments like Nebula and Rocket seem to have like a very loving relationship not like a (laughs) like like they're in love with each other but like brother sister like when Kevin Bacon calls Rocket a raccoon like if you're Obviously, you're paying attention to Rocket like jumping at Kevin to like kill him. But if you look to the right, Nebula draws her gun and puts it in <laughs> Kevin's face. <laughs> and there's another moment that she sides with Rocket. And then, of course, the obvious, the later, the thing, uh, I don't necessarily, I'll spoil it, whatever, the, the Bucky arm that shows up yeah. as the present. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I I love those little subtle moments, but yeah, I, my, that's my biggest complaint is just that it's so straightforward. There's nothing like I'm not needing some like grandiose twist or anything, but I would have liked something to happen slightly different. So I guess, I guess for me, like the one like small twist, I guess that I didn't know about. I probably it probably had been said before, but I didn't obviously didn't pay attention. Was about uh, Mantis and Peter being siblings. Like step siblings or half siblings, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, ha- half siblings. Yeah, that was another thing that I'm pretty sure if you go back, someone asked. It's in a deleted scene with Guardians Two of it revealing Mantis's mother was in fact one of the lovers of Ego, and they were like, "Is that canon?" And James Gunn was like, "No," but then now it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. It's been so long since I've seen Guardians 2, but didn't she sit there and say that, like, Ego created her? No. They were asking her about, like, why are you here? And she's like, you know, I'm a pet. And she says, like, you're like a flea on a dog's back. I forget the exact line, but it's something like that. And 
She's like, yes, but I'm a useful flea. I have a purpose or something like that because she okay. puts him to sleep with her powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Like, because if he had created her, like, she would have dissipated to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which would have made that that whole movie even more dramatic than it already was with us losing Yondu. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't mind the whole, I don't mind it because, like, even if they're like, no, that lady wasn't Mantis, like, it was another one that we didn't show. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a yeah. back door to it. So, well, I love the twist that it's uh, that I liked that idea originally. And then Gunn was like, no. And then now it just to me, it seems like he was backtracking or something. Or maybe he was like, damn it, they guessed it already. He <laughs> <laughs> was just trying to throw people off. I don't know. But it, it's just weird. Like I said, there's apparently still one Easter egg from the first movie that nobody's gotten. Oh, it did get revealed. What is it, though? Oh, gosh. It did get revealed because I think Gunn just went ahead and said, it's this. And I can't remember what it is. Oh. I'll have to look it up. I was watching New Rockstars today because they were doing a uh, mm-hmm. a thing about the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that there's still one left that nobody's guessed. So that'd be something curious to find out like later on. Huh, that's weird. I didn't know that. They're all guessing it has something to do with his mother, which kind of, like, makes sense a little bit. Like, what if she's a mutant? And, like, what if that's why Peter's able to, like, between his his dad being a celestial and, like, if he had the mutant gene, what if that was why he was able to, like, harness, you know, the power and all this other jazz? Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be. That's just straight up a theory, though. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's came out and said that or anything along those lines, (laughs) just to be clear. So... (laughs) It threw me off when I first started watching it because I was like, what the hell kind of SNL cartoon is this that I'm about to watch? <laughs> I'm like, I don't like this already. This is yeah. starting to piss me off. Well, it so I looked that up. It's a homage to Rankin and Bass. You'll know them. They're the old timey. They do all the claymation Christmas movies, the 2D animations. It's a callback to some of those old cartoons okay. that yeah. were in fact done in that almost exact same style. And it's a callback to what James Gunn used to like watching like during uh. Christmas and stuff like that. But yes, I was the same way about like, what, what, this is awful looking. What is this? Right? <laughs> I just figured she hulked with the remaining budget for the <laughs> <laughs> CGI. <laughs> and like, I got the whole, you know, I, I want to see Michael Rooker again as, you know, yeah. Yondu. Uh, I mean, Alabama boy and everything. So, like, I wanted to see him back. Yeah. And we didn't get that. But I almost thought he was too aggressive, too. Like, the way they did that story. Like, him gra- like up until the point, I was like, he him grabbing the tree. I was like, okay, this is this is probably what Yondu would say. And then he grabbed the tree and started flinging it around, saying he hated Christmas. I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. Like, yeah. I didn't like that at all. Like, maybe he, like, kicked the tree and knocked it over on his way out or something. Okay. <laughs> But like to pick it up and then like <laughs> sling it around like a bad rag doll. Like I was just like, ah, I don't like this. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to meet Cosmo again. They brought Cosmo back and she's got a voice now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought that was a nice addition to the Guardians. And by the way, you can find Cosmo's first appearance in Nova Nova number eight from 2008. That's also the first appearance of Nowhere in comic books as well. The planet that they're stationed on right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that little interaction with uh, with Rocket and her and Cosmo. <laughs> and he like fussing at her and then she's like, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. I'm quite cu- like, 
I feel like the ties of that kind of like relationship that's going on, that friendship or whatever between Rocket and Cosmo, that that's going to have implications in the movie, like the the Guardians three movie, especially like with the villain we're dealing with there and like all that other kind of stuff that's going on. Yeah, the uh, well, I mean, Rocket and Cosmo always have like a I don't know frenemy kind of vibe between the okay. two, and, and it's mainly due to. Rocket's a raccoon and Cosmo's a dog. (laughs) And, but yeah, it's fun seeing that. I'm hoping we'll get to see more in the third Guardians. But yeah. Um, (laughs) I wrote best version of Groot. Like, yeah. So we, we get this like this rock song going on at the very beginning. (laughs) That's like the theme song to the, 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 this holiday special. It was stuck in Richard's head before the podcast. Oh my gosh, it's still stuck in my head. I'm just singing it in my head as we're doing this. Groot is in the back just jumping around with his arms up. I was like, I love this version of Groot. I have a question. Groot got swole. Like, (laughs) What what is going on with with Groot? I I know, that was my thinking too. I like, part of me wondered if it was just some, some big guy that like put on a Groot costume or whatever and just was in the background. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I got it. Like, I know it's enhanced with CGI, but I think that is what they did to maybe cut down on some effects. Oh, yeah. Is Groot is in like there's a suit that someone wears now. It's a Groot suit, um, <laughs> and yeah, and then they just enhance it with CGI to like animate the face or maybe make it look a little bit less, you know, man in a suit. I would love to see Vin Diesel in a Groot suit. Yeah. Over there jumping around with his arms in the air. Like <laughs> maybe it is. I need to look that up. Maybe it is. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. I, <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh since you were talking about the earworm that is that song, I love some <laughs> of the lyrics in that about saying that Santa is a master burglar <laughs> and that he'll shoot uh what is it, missiles at your toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that's funny. He's got flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, is that so? I was watching the credits or whatever, and I didn't ever look it up, but it was it was crediting a what looked like a band called the Old Ninety Sevens. Yeah, yep. Is that what that who that band is? Yep, it is. Oh, and they're cool. actually from Texas. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. I I was wondering if you knew that, Jeremy. I didn't wow. know that until today. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you look it up? What? What? Wait a second. There's a story here, and I need to hear it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> oh no, no, it did. Trust me, it didn't go that in depth. It, it was just I was talking about it about the episode to or the show to one of my neighbors, and he told me he was like, "Oh yeah, that, that band's called Old Ninety Seven. They're actually here from here in Texas." I was like, "Oh really?" Like, yep. <laughs> oh. So I got to sound, sound like I know things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you talk and you learn, so you yeah. do know something now. I had no idea. I mean, I was questioning. I was hoping y'all did more work than I did. So. <laughs> I, I did and inadvertently. <laughs> See? There you go. That's funny. The other song that Kevin Bacon is singing with them, he performed like live on uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Kimmel, the guy that does the Tonight Jimmy Show. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon, that's it. It's the other Jimmy. <laughs> but yeah. I, neutron. I, yeah. I just have to, Yeah, Neutron. Uh, I have to mention this. The lead singer of the old 97s, his character name. Did anyone see it? Because Peter mm. says it, and I was like, come again? And, and like, <laughs> turned on subtitles. It's 
Beezer, I, I wrote it down on how to pronounce it <laughs> because it's it's spelled B-Z-E-R-M-I-K-I-T-O-K-O-L-O-K. What? And it's pronounced Beezer McEtokalok. I just, Peter Quill says it like super fast. And the entire time I was like, how many times did Chris Pratt have to like do that take? (laughs) I wonder if like there was a name there and he just couldn't get it out. And that's all he wound up saying was Beezer Metakalox. And like, that's what they just, they're like, okay, just that's his name now. We're just, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. Oh, well, guess what? GoBots are canon. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and and Drax has a vendetta against them because they killed his cousin. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "What? Gobots are a thing in the Marvel universe?" <laughs> and you'll find their first appearance in Gobots number one from IDW in 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got the license. I don't know how that. I don't know how that came about. But I just I, I saw that and I was like, "What is second? Are you what? What?" But that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I saw that, like. Whenever Drax and Mantis decide to go on their their little quest there, and they first started off and like trying to look around, and when it, I guess one of the parts that I was I was really whatever about was their little like little bar scene, or whatever. Uh, the, I was just like, all right, this is just kind of dumb. Can we just move on past this? Oh, when they were getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Was that that whole scene you don't need. Yeah. Like, I think the only thing you really get from that is right before they walk in the bar, you see an ad for Kingo's Christmas movie or whatever he's got <laughs> going on. And then right after that, they get the pamphlet, which honestly, they could have gotten the pamphlet while they're walking yeah. the yeah. stars, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't I mean, even know what that's called. There, Yeah, there's people that <laughs> hand out those pamphlets, like standing on, like you said, like the, uh, what is it, Hollywood Boulevard? Star Boulevard or whatever. Walk it's front of, of Fame the, or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. something like that. Yeah, in front of the Chinese theater. Yes, yeah. Or have them hop on a bus to take it over there. And then and then <laughs> yeah. they as soon as you go past Gavin Bacon's house, they flip out. They're like, oh, this is our stop. And they just jump off. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. the only thing I could think of is, but you could have him be the bus driver, is the bartender in that scene is the same actor that played the javelin in... The Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because it's like a Norwegian name and I'm just going to butcher it. But anyway, it's the same actor and you could have him be the bus driver or something. You didn't necessarily need him as the bartender. I agree. It was kind of meh. Like that scene. I was like, I'm not laughing. Like, okay, we've seen a thousand. We've seen a thousand scenes of like people get drunk and do stupid things. And I don't know. It just wasn't. It wasn't fun. I agree. Yeah. The one thing I did like, though, when they first arrive on Earth and Drax didn't turn on the cloaking machine, <laughs> I love seeing the, the woman, like, starting to, like, have, like, hysterics and cry. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is what it lo- should look like in the Marvel Universe. It's like, right? no, not again. <laughs> no. That's that's literally what I thought about whenever that scene came up. I was like, well, here's Richard sick of, like, everybody that lives in the Marvel Universe. Like, it's just, oh. Yep. Here we go again. <laughs> yep. Or or somebody saying, at least it's not a face this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they make their way over to Kevin Bacon's house and they find, first of all, I have a problem with the whole jumping, the whole throwing. I thought it was hilarious. I love that he grabbed her and just threw her over. I thought that was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love how they've made Mantis in this show. Yeah. Like they've given her so much more personality. Just 
how she'll just flip a switch and her her angry voice, her mom voice will come on. Yeah. And I think that's great. But like then later on, as they're chesting Kevin Bacon down the road, she's having no problem jumping as high as Drax mm-hmm. <laughs> alongside the hedges. And I'm like, why did you even need to th- him to throw you? That doesn't even make any sense now. Maybe he's throwing her and then jumping. <laughs> Maybe that's what that is. <laughs> She's very childlike to me, yeah. but I like yeah. it. Like Drax, you know, doesn't the retcon for Drax in the first Guardian is that he doesn't understand metaphors and stuff like that. So she's a great pairing with yeah. Drax, I think. Yeah. And I just love skipping back to the beginning. I love when they're talking about those nuts. What are the name of those nuts? I can't remember now. <laughs> but Mantis says, she's like, shut up about the nuts. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. When she gets her mom <laughs> voice on, I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. That that deeper whatever. Just, yeah. Shut up about that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, like, I, I I do agree. I love, like, what they did with her in this, too, as far as, like, during the chasing of Kevin Bacon and they get to, like, all the police officers there. And, like, she just whoops up on all those those officers. And I was like, holy cow, like, actually don't want to mess with her now. <laughs> yeah. Right? I feel like that's a lot of what this was going to be. I mean, I believe James Gunn has said that like Mantis and Nebula are going to have bigger parts in three. And I feel like that's what a lot of what this special was going to do, or at least what it did was like give Mantis more personality, make her more of a character that you like and you actually think of as a guardian and stuff like that. Because before you just seen her in Guardians 2 and then maybe in either like, oh no, she got dusted. So it wasn't it's probably till like end game that we might have seen her again, but we didn't even see her. So yeah, I think this was mainly to give her more of a, a character. Yeah. Yeah. But she was creepy as hell jumping around Kevin Bacon's house. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Like <laughs> yes. I got some freaking conjuring vibes as she's like yeah. crawling around on the walls. Oh, I know. That creeped me out too. Just the look on her face and like the way they shot it, I was just like, Oh my god, this is this is weird. <laughs> We also got uh, a Batman, another Batman reference. Yep. Isn't this our second one? I believe it's our third one, if I'm not mistaken. Because, and the only reason I, I I can only think of two, but I was watching some video, and they were talking about that Batman reference, and they said it was the third one because there's one in Iron Man three, but I don't remember that one at all. Oh, I don't remember but, that either. Yeah, there's the one in Eternals, and then there's this one. Yeah. And then apparently there's one in Iron Man three, but I don't remember that. Oh, all right then. I think the eternal one, we kind of like, they hinted at or whatever, but they never like dropped any names or anything, if I remember right. Mm. But well, like this one. I think they mentioned Superman and they mentioned Batman. They did. You're right. You're right. I remember the Superman now because somebody asked if he was Superman. Asked Icarus if he was Superman. That's right. Mm-hmm. So cool. But we got a Bruce name, a Bruce Wayne name drop and a Batman. Yeah. yeah. From uh, a, a possessed Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they explain cell service now in, in, in the galaxy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad James Gunn was able to do that for us before he head out the door because we were all like, how does Bruce Banner have cell service in that spaceship mm-hmm. going to Sakaar? So that's funny. <laughs> Nebula's dancing at the party reminded me of a creepy Charlie Brown character. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at Karen Gillian doing that. Like that weird, like, yeah, the like, like it's just so funny but yeah it does remind me of like a charlie brown like animated little dance thing at the end (laughs) anyway 
we got the origin of Peter's blasters. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that, yeah. even if it wasn't yeah. that horrible cartoon rendition. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I like, I like it. Sorry, just real quick. I like that it ties into his because in the comics, his father Jason gives him those guns, but they're like they're elemental guns. They can shoot like fire, ice, wind, all that jazz. Oh wow! Where in this version, it's Yondu who's like, you know, I ain't, I may not be your father, but I'm your daddy, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's still his dad, you know, quote unquote, dad gave him the guns. Oh cool. no, yeah, that's absolutely his dad. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked at the end that they said Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed that. I think it's an easy way to just sit there and just say Happy Holidays nowadays to kind of make everybody happy. But to do both of them, I was like, you know what? That's a ballsy move. I like it. <laughs> Which is sad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I liked the ending to this. I like that Yondu gave him, you know, his guns or whatever. But, like, I want to circle back around to it. Where did Nebula get that that Bucky arm? <laughs> like, right? That's what I was wondering, too. I was like, what, is he just running around, like, looking for it? Or Right. <laughs> well, is it is it, in fact, the arm, or is it, like, a spare? Because if you remember when the whole snap happened in that whole five year of, like, half of all life is gone... Nebula is on Earth helping the Earthlings deal with all that. So yeah. did she just like go like, hey, Okoye, can I get this for Rocket? Or did she just steal it from Bucky? Like, in other words, are we going to see, like, is this the plot line for Thunderbolts? Is Bucky's going to retrieve <laughs> that arm? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I, it looked like the vibranium arm that, that T'Challa gave him. So it didn't look like his old arm that, you know, I don't know what, well, I guess that got ripped off. That got blown off in Civil War. So like he didn't have one before he went to his cryogenic state. Yeah. So yeah, that would be the only one he had. Yeah, because so. T'Challa comes to him in Infinity War because he's like, whatever, yeah. lifting hay bales, one-armed. And he like opens the case and's like, I need your help. And he's like, who do I got to kill? Yeah. Or something like that. Who are we fighting? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's gonna be a fun story. I just like that. I just love that part in Affinity War where where him and him are like freaking Bucky's holding them by one hand. It's like a back to back, but it's not. <laughs> They're just spraying people, <laughs> and he's like, "What? Are you, what can I get? Forget the arm." He's like, "Oh, it's not for sale." And then he sits there and finishes up, and he's like, "Oh, I'm getting that arm." <laughs> I just I love that. I love that every yeah. time. My wife was like, he should have followed that up with like, you know, you got to sleep sometime or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's like all the notes I really have as far as the episode goes. The stuff that I liked, the stuff that I didn't like, which really was just the bar scene. That's the only thing I didn't like. Uh, is there anything else y'all want to add? Uh, just some Easter eggs. Kevin Bacon is watching Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. It was made famous by Mystery Science uh, 3000. I love those it's like guys. an old, old timey, <laughs> goofy movie. You mentioned it, but yeah, we see a, we see two actually. I, I can't remember. Or I mean, I, I don't know what it's called because it happened so quick. But there's a Kingo poster when Drax and them are on 
Hollywood Boulevard in front of the, or I don't know if that's Hollywood Boulevard, but in front of the Chinese theater, yeah. taking pictures with everybody. There's a Kingo poster in the background. It's for some other movie. And then, of course, right before they go to the bar, there's a shot of the Kingo Christmas poster. Yeah. The, the new ship, I was going to mention this for the Guardians trailer breakdown, but since we talked about this first, uh, the new ship is named the Bowie after David Bowie because <laughs> every one of the ships that Quill has named or named after 80s pop stars, if you will, or pop culture references, the Milano, the Benatar, and the Bowie. And, oh, um, I just thought this was interesting. Nebula mentions that the Guardians bought Nowhere from the Collector. That's kind of interesting. So the Collector is no longer on Nowhere. Or he just doesn't own it anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. wonder how spiteful he is about that. <laughs> wonder if he's going to go, like, his brother that'd be cool yeah see that's what i was wondering <laughs> oh also do y'all think we are getting a sequel the in credit teaser said rocket's like oh you ruined christmas looks like we're gonna have to have another special and with gun going like i think gun's gonna be way too busy to do another guardians holiday special but you never know he may make time i i totally think he'll come back to do another one of these but I think it also depends on like what the crew looks like after Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it'd be be fun to do another one. Like I, I'm with you, Richard. I've always typically liked holiday specials, and uh, this is the first one in a while that Disney or or any. I, I, well, I don't think there's been a Marvel holiday special. So no, yeah, it's just been other things. But um, well, I mean, technically there has been because. I was, there's like one on Netflix where like Loki steals Santa Claus or something like that. <laughs> it's like an animated one. So technically, yes, there has been. But like, if you're talking MCU holiday special, no, there hasn't been one until now. Yeah. <laughs> so but I think it'd be fun to still do another one. Yeah, I would say like, because let's, let's use this to take us into the Guardians 3 trailer. Because like, I think it's evident we are going to lose either somebody or several people in this upcoming movie. Like, I just, I don't see a way around it. I think it's going to be a swan song for more than just gun. I, I think some shit is going to go down. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Just to go back. I didn't do my actual runtime. I, I, <laughs> run <time. laughs> I, was, I was waiting for someone to mention it. But anyway, the actual runtime for this holiday special is 39 minutes, five seconds. And yes. What you're saying about the trailer, I, I don't know. I think one person's going to die. Who that is, my money is either Rocket or Drax. Just because Dave Batista has said he's done with the character after this. He doesn't really want to do it anymore. Um, they've been building up his character. I could see them easily somehow, you know, maybe having him reconnect with his daughter or he when he dies, he says he can finally go see his wife and daughter or something heartfelt like that. Rocket is like the main focus of this, being that it's the high evolutionary and all that. But I don't know if they want to kill Rocket. But anyway, we'll see. My my point, like, so yeah, hundred percent. Drax is definitely on my radar because, like you said, he doesn't. He's tired of playing the character, or he just he's he's done with it essentially. Rocket, like you said, this seems to be a main focus of the next movie, and on top of that, like. Bradley Cooper, I'm sure, is not cheap, even though he's just doing voice work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Groot's already died once. Like, I don't know that we're going to necessarily get rid of Groot. But if Rocket died, I could see kind of Groot 
I don't know. Like if if the Guardians are still together, I would. I don't think Groot would leave the Guardians though. Gamora's already died, so I don't think we're losing her. There's, I think we're still on a quest for her. I could see Bradley Cooper dying. Not Bradley Cooper. I could see um, <laughs> Peter Quill dying. But it looks like he is in like tears over somebody. Either he's getting, yeah, he's either getting his ass electrocuted or something, or like somebody is dying right there in front of him. And to me, the person he would probably be most close to would be Rocket. Like, yeah, yeah. But then to to flip that or to say the opposite of that is. There's a shot, you know, when they're doing their best impression of Among Us, you know, they got like the different colored suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see Drax has like a blaster shot, like to the chest. Oh, yeah. And they're like escorting him somewhere. Yeah. Uh, like, so once again, it could be be Drax. Oh, yeah. That, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like that scene where he like, because him and Mantis are in the same room and there's like, I don't know, it may be aboard the, the Bowie but like somebody is clearly dying there. I don't know who. Yeah. But once again, I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm over the I'm over the sad Marvel movies right now. <laughs> like I, I just don't want. I'm tired of sad Marvel movies now. Yeah. I just, you know, it seems like they're changing the way that they do their their contracts and stuff like that. It's no longer years. It's appearances now. Per what everybody is saying, at least the rumors are as far as the actress that plays Shuri and the actress that plays. Um, Riri Williams. So I haven't heard any new news on anybody having new like appearance kind of contracts come up. So, and I, I'm sure that's being hidden anyways, the best they can till, uh, what is it? May? Oh. Yeah, May, May 5th, yes. 2023. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, looks like we're going to get Rocket's origin in this trailer, the high evolutionary as well. And Rocket's love interest, Lila. Mm-hmm. who is the otter. And we got a really good look at Will Porter's Adam Warlock. Yes. So yeah, it looks like he is kicking ass on nowhere is what it looked like to me anyways. So it looks like he also has not necessarily the soul stone in his head, but he's got some kind of stone in his head. Like it's silver looking. Because the reason why I bring that up is the high evolutionary in the comics is the one who gives Adam Warlock the soul stone. Yeah. So, so is the high evolutionary kind of like the, the main bad person in this one or like yes oh, okay yeah he's the the black guy that you see with the menacing face and stuff yeah. like that in several of the frames his whole thing is about evolving creatures to their like best potential like and that's what he did to rocket oh, like okay he, he rocket was on half world which i think we may see in this movie yeah. Um, we also see Counter Earth, which is, I think, that weird looking butthole thing. <laughs> it's like a weird, it's like a swirly butthole. <laughs> you think that's Counter Earth? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I absolutely, I think that's the entrance to Counter Because Counter Earth, if I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Counter Earth is in like a pocket dimension, kind of like a Doctor Who ty- type thing or uh, something from uh, Loki. When there's something okay. about like a pocket dimension. I think that's like the entrance to Counter-Earth because we see, because on Counter-Earth are the Newmans, like instead of humans, Newmans, spelled N-E-W, mans. But uh, they are like humanoid creatures that yeah. the high evolutionary like evolved. And that's what we see when it looks just like Earth and then they land and then you see they all have like, you know, whatever. There's like a polar, not a polar bear, a uh, panda bear, a bunny rabbit, a bat. There's a bird mail lady. Yeah, bird mail lady. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you bet she won a pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, 
there's a shot of the high evolutionary watching a girl like running on what mm. I can best describe as a space hamster wheel. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> She's got white hair. People are theorizing that's Luminous, his like daughter that he made from like the DNA of like Scarlet Witch and uh, Pietro uh, Quicksilver. Oh, wow. Yeah, the High Evolutionary has ties to Scarlet Witch. Like a lot of times. Like his base station was stationed in Mount Wondegore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay, then. I don't think they're going to connect it with Wanda. They could, but I don't think they will. This <laughs> totally looks like a one-off villain to me. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. as much as, you know, we keep talking about we want villains to stick around and stay and stuff like that. Like, this, this, I, I get such one-off vibes of this, this movie and just that villain in general. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I think he's. This is a one and done for him, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's played by. Oh gosh, his name is so hard to pronounce. Chaudi Iwuji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it is. James Gunn likes like when he finds an actor, he likes to put them in everything. He's in. Oh my God! He was in the Suicide Squad. He got his own TV show. Peacemaker. Oh yeah. Thank you, Peacemaker. I'm I'm dumb. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, he's in the Peacemaker show as well. Um, he's been in something else with James Gunn before, but anyway, I don't see him like reprising the role of the High Evolutionary. Nor is the High Evolutionary a character that has legs, and I don't mean that in the literal sense. <laughs> I mean that in the <laughs> metaphorical. Like I don't think he's interesting enough to bring him back multiple times. Yeah, I agree. You didn't do your. Your taser face. Oh, it, uh, <clears throat> it's metaphorical. Speaking <laughs> of which, sorry, we circle back to the holiday special. One of the presents under the tree is labeled taser face. Yeah. Oh, is it really? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, when, when we see the old flashback, he's got presents and it says like Yondu, I think Craglin, and then taser face. Yep. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, what are y'all? What are y'all's whims as far as like this new Guardians movie that's coming out? What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, I mean, for me, I, I'm I'm pleasantly whelmed. I mean, I just I, I really uh, have enjoyed the other two Guardians movies. Obviously, I have no really idea about the High Evolutionary, but you know, that's what I was going to be my main question coming into this was like, who the heck this bad bad person was? <laughs> I had, had no idea, <laughs> but yeah, it's I, I'm I'm with Richard too. At the same time, like I hope it's not too like depressing or just like all about the sadness stuff. Cause obviously that's just not, not guardians really. I mean, I know we did lose Yondu, but I don't know. It's still like, it's a fun movie for the most part. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I've got bad news for you, Jeremy. James Gunn has said it himself that this is his saddest movie he's ever done. So, oh, so really? strap in. <laughs> oh, <dang>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now too, there has been an emotional death in both of the Guardians movies. Yes. I mean, horrendously emotional. Like, yeah. Groot died in the very first one. That was the most saddest thing. Yeah. Yeah, we are Groot. Yeah. And then we get a, at least in the trailer, we know how Marvel does, so they can, you know, dick us around a little bit. But like, even in that trailer, Schwole Groot's like, says we are Groot before he pulls out, you know, his nine arms and like, bus caps with his nines. He does his, he does his best impression of General Grievous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Uh, and then, you know, the Guardians team has been, they've had their asses kicked throughout yeah. the entire MCU. Groot, Yondu, Gamora, like, <laughs> they, they've had a lot of people die. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean Yondu, that emotional like death right there. Yeah. I mean it and and with Peter finding out that Mantis is his sister, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like we might get more than one death. I could definitely see Dra- Drax Drax Rocket and Peter are my th- my top 3 that are probably going to die. Cuz I just I don't know if does Chris Pratt want to keep doing this. Like do they keep want to keep paying him? You know what I mean? So yeah. but they've also lost like so many people too. They've lost, you know, Chris Evans and they've lost Robert Downey Jr. and do they want to keep him and, and possibly build up? Yeah. yeah. I will tell. Richard, how hyped are you for this? I'm I'm pretty hyped. I'm uh, whelming. I'm pleasantly whelmed by the trailer. I have liked all the Guardians except for maybe the holiday special. So <laughs> and I take that back. Like, I like it. I'm not going to be like, you know, fuck that movie or whatever. It's terrible. But it just wasn't was I don't know, maybe I've lost the Christmas spirit or something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yes, pleasantly whelmed. I'm excited to see this. I can't wait till it comes out. I just, I hope I don't end up crying during it. It's the only thing. Oh, you're going to cry. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're going to, yeah. I'm probably going to cry. I think his movies are the only ones that have made me cry. No, I take yeah. that back. Uh, the Roosters with Iron Man, that one. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. one gets me. Same, same. The yeah. uh, the cheeseburger scene gets me every time. Yeah. Every <laughs> damn time. <laughs> yeah, it does. And then Happy's, well, we can get you all the cheese. Don't stop. 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 Of course you stop. will. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pleasantly whelmed. I'm getting total uh, Guardians number one vibes off of this, which was a really fun movie. It's in my top five MCU movies of all time. But I'm also like, I don't want another Guardians one, especially if this is going to be the finale. Not necessarily of the Guardians, but of James Gunn's Guardians. And also, I don't want it to be like the other Phase 4 movies of we're using this to like set up a new character. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just want a Guardians movie. I don't want to (laughs) set up really. Like, if you do it like Doctor Strange, okay, cool. Because America Chavez was like essential. Like, she was part of the story and it made sense. But, like, I didn't feel like that movie was made just because of Chavez. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was more of a strange Wanda story than it was anything else. And Chavez just happened to be part of it. Yeah. All right, then. Well, on to some some of the rumors and news and stuff like that. Uh, James Gunn's already making waves over there at DC, and people are, like, calling for his job. (laughs) He hadn't even had a chance to do anything yet. And the son of a bitch is already kicking up dust. So apparently some some stuff went down and like everybody, I guess, thought because Gunn and Snyder were friends that, you know, the, the Snyder verse would be restored and Gunn's like, not really. But, you know, I, I don't know what, we're, you know, we're working on it or we're working on something. And then, uh, you know, Patty Jenkins comes along with her Wonder Woman 3 script and Gunn and and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they're like, nah, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saffron, Peter Saffron. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, what are y'all thinking? I mean, was Gunn a bad choice? Like, I think he's an absolute excellent choice for the DC. I mean, and I absolutely think, you know, if he doesn't want to restore the Snyderverse, let him do his own thing. I mean, 
he redid the Suicide Squad, and I think he did an amazing job with you know the characters he chose or they gave him. I don't know, but what are y'all's thoughts? I, I'll say like I I agree that I think he's a great choice. Obviously, something's not working necessarily at, with the whole DCU, but so I mean you gotta you gotta make some changes. So it's if it, it's obviously broke, so they gotta fix it. <laughs> so I mean what do you think about them uh, scrapping Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman 3 it's not necessarily that they're not doing the character anymore it's not you know that's neither confirmed nor denied but like with them just getting rid of you know them being like no this isn't this is not the way we want to go with that uh, I mean she can't carry it like Captain Marvel does so I <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I didn't. I didn't mention this, but there's a shot in, when when Mantis is uh, and Drax are taking photos in front of the uh, the uh, yep. whatever Chinese theater. And there's a Captain Marvel. If you pause it and look at Mantis's face, she's like scowling at Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just figured because it was it wasn't actually Brie Larson, so I mean, yeah, there's no yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, as far as scrapping the whole Wonder Woman three, I mean, again, the well, the second one didn't it didn't do did, like the nineteen eighty four one I, that that one didn't do very well anyway. Um, so <laughs> that's just, putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah, again, like I just again, it's, I'm just going to reiterate as far as saying like it takes it's going to take some change and people are going to get their feelings hurt and that's just that's what what you got to do to actually bring it back back to life. I think. Yeah. Uh, all I have to say about this is to reference Wonder Woman 84 is life is good, but it can be great. <laughs> and <laughs> what I'm saying is that like, I'm sorry, Snyder heads, but you've had your chance. Like it's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it from, uh, from, uh, Rambo? It's over, Johnny. It's over. <laughs> like, they need to re they need to back up and punt <laughs> to use yeah. a football reference for you. Like this isn't working. They need to do something. Should they have canceled Wonder Woman uh three? Absolutely as ter like Patty Jenkins made a very capable first Wonder Woman movie. Absolutely. It's not the best movie ever made, but it's it's way better than some of the other DC movies. I agree. Wonder Woman 84 is a hot piece of garbage. It sucks. It sucks <laughs> on toast. It's terrible. <laughs> Way worse than other movies. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so bad. So absolutely cancel Wonder Woman 3. Do not like, do not even reference Wonder Woman 84 if you want to like, like, oh my God, that movie is so bad. Anyway, I think a lot of people were miscast. I like the, uh, there's been rumors floating around that Momoa is out as Waka, uh, Waka, Waka man, Waka, Waka, Waka man. <laughs> as, it's the Spanish version of uh, Aquaman, Aquaman. Waka, Waka man. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's out as Aquaman, but he's in as Lobo. I've been screaming that he should be Lobo from like day one. Uh, like he should be the main man. Plus like the casual moviegoers, who don't know who Lobo is are going to fucking love Lobo once he's like introduced. Like he's a fan favorite. 
but yeah, I, I, I don't think he should be fired. Uh, like these people need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, yeah. like let him at least reveal what he's going to do. If he reveals that it's all going to be peace, like in other words, peacemaker is going to be the center of all this DCEU stuff. <laughs> then yeah, no, that sounds dumb, but like we haven't even heard what he's doing yet. Right. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like the man really hasn't had a chance to actually like start to build something like and what he has started to build was Suicide Squad and you know the Peacemaker TV show I mean like look at what he has done with characters that nobody gave a shit about exactly or even knew about beforehand and like these are some of the top things that like the masses love you know what I mean Guardians of the Galaxy I heard Guardians of the Galaxy are coming out and I was like who the fuck is that and I looked it up (laughs) and like the first branch of Guardians of the Galaxy you see is not even the one that we got and so like we got the Dan Abbott run yeah yeah 2008 yeah yeah it was more sorry I derailed you I'm sorry (laughs) no you're good you're good but like that's like I said Guardians of the Galaxy like those are some of my top in MCU movies, I love them. And then that you know, not not on gun, but they said they're gonna make an Ant Man movie. And I was like, that's gonna flop. And then it's one <laughs> I love it as well. And I was like, fuck, I'm not gonna say anything's gonna flop anymore because Marvel's just on point right now. Like, but that was also towards the beginning of everything. Yeah, uh, it's different now. Anyways, but the Suicide Squad. I mean, King Shark, Polka Dot Man for God's sakes. Yeah, Polka Dot Man for God's sakes. Right. Like. I, I don't know. I mean, the man has got a knack for something. And for you to just sit there and throw that out seems ridiculous to me. Like, I, I'm definitely, I love the Snyderverse. I I think, honestly, what they're going to do is kind of do like an amalgam or they kind of like pick and choose what they want to keep. They might not reference those things. But like, I think we keep Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. Like, I think that's going to happen. I just do. Uh, I know people are screaming they're, that that's not. But... James Gunn said his top five priorities for the DCU, one of them was Superman. Like, the Trinity is in there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Cavill should stay. Godot, I'm kind of like, I would like for her to stay, but if she, if they don't and they do someone else, I'm kind of okay with that. I don't think Momoa should be Aquaman. I've never liked Momoa's version of Aquaman. Uh, I want a younger Batman. I don't think you should start your DC Extended Universe with an old jaded Batman. Not that I didn't like Batfleck. I don't like him killing tons of people, but like as far as like him acting like Batman, you know, like the parts when he's whatever, like on the plane and stuff. I like that part. But yeah, I want to see a more younger, like in his prime Batman before we get to the old jaded, like the Dark Knight story Batman. But yeah, I think I don't know. I I I wanna I wanna hear what he has to say. Like he tweeted out the whole when the Hollywood Reporter story came out, it, he said, like, so as far as the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it's true, some of it's half true, some of it's not true, and some of it we haven't decided whether it's true or not. <laughs> and then he followed that up with, although this first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time and we're still beginning, or we're still just beginning. Because him and Safran, like, went and locked themselves up like a bunch of hermits to come up with these like 10 years, like this 10 year plan. What I'm curious is we just got a poster on blue beetle that's saying it's coming out in 2023. Yes. Is that's still happening. Like it seems like it is. Yeah. I, Cause it's not even, it's not slated for HBO max. 
Whereas Batgirl was slated for HBO Max. I think it was easier to cancel that then. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Blue Beetle, like, I think Blue Beetle opens the door for a ton of things. And y'all might think I'm crazy for that or whatever. But, like, I honestly think it does. Only because, like, it nails so many things. It nails diversity. It nails uh, other characters being able to come in, especially with, like... Booster Gold. Booster Gold. I think this is a way you get static in here. Oh, cool. Like, that whole milestone universe or whatever that's part of DC... Like, I think you could, it was so easier to bring those characters in through something like Blue Beetle. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think it opens the door completely for a ton of whole new things. So I'm excited for that. I, I even, we were walking around Target last night. And of course, I have to go look down the, the action figure aisle. <laughs> and I saw a pack of McFarlane action figures and it had Booster Gold and Blue Beetle in the pack. And I was like, I almost took a picture and sent it to y'all and said, look, this is why. <laughs> this is why right here. I guarantee you we're going to get Booster Gold. Guarantee you. So cool. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. That's it for me. Cool. Uh, just to let you all know, when you're listening to this, this will be the week before Christmas. All right. So we want to wish y'all a very Merry Christmas here from the Comically Comics Podcast. Yes. Happy yes. holidays. Hope you enjoy your family. Hope you enjoy your food. And please just be close and near to your loved ones. Absolutely. Because you never know what may happen. And take advantage of the time that you have together. So Yes, absolutely. We will be taking a break for the day after Christmas. So don't look for a podcast to drop then. But please share us with all your family members, especially the ones that like uh, profanity. And uh, we will see y'all in the new year. We will have a review that we're going to do of this past year. Our likes, our dislikes, things that we're hyped for. And we're going to kick off the new year like that. So Yeah, it'll be fun. Yep. You say that now. But we haven't gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, Jamie, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And of course, you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you want to contact me directly. My handle is Night Curry. Night like day and night and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Merry Christmas, Jeremy. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Nowhere. Have you ever seen a crowd more into it?